0: Hello, hello, beautiful people. How is everyone doing this wonderful day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever it is you happen to be listening to this? Um, I first want to start by saying a happy, happy birthday to my mom. Um, I'm recording this on her birthday. So happy birthday, mommy. I love you. Um, a few updates, I guess. I'm first of all I'm honestly loving the new Beyoncé album. I feel like I've listened to it on repeat like 10 times. Like just if you're listening to this let me know what your favorite song is. I don't think I don't think I have one. I feel like I'm just really appreciative of how like um like inclusive. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I'm just I'm really loving it. And then I was also listening to the new Burna Boy album this morning. Um, which I also love. I don't know what my favorite song is yet, but I feel like I haven't really immersed myself in it, so maybe I might have one. I don't know. But um, another kind of funny story, not really funny. I got a new coffee maker. Um, I'm in this phase where like I'm like always on Facebook Marketplace looking for things, cause, like for my new apartment, because I'm trying to you know decorate it. But I'm also on a budget, so you know we have to be careful. So I bought this new coffee maker. I'm really excited and usually like I get coffee at work, but it's Friday So I don't go to work and I'm coming to study. So I'm like, okay I should probably brew myself some coffee But I've never used a coffee maker before because you know, like I was I was never really a coffee drinker So I'm like trying to figure out the proportion of like Um, like the ground coffee to like the water anyways, so I make this cup of coffee and it actually doesn't taste too bad But the thing is, like, my body's really sensitive to caffeine, so I can usually only have caffeine in the morning. Once I have it after, like, 4 p.m., I'm, like, hyper to, like, 1.30. So, like, I'm, like, okay, it's morning time. I'm going to have this cup of coffee, go to school, record, study, bam, bam, go home, sleep. And then it's, like, I finally finished the cup. And it's not even, like, literally, it's not even that big of a cup. I finish the cup and I get to, and literally like my heart is palpitating. My body is just like I'm having the shakes and like my eyes are like all over the place and I'm just like, oh my days, how did I get here? Like the caffeine has, like I'm in literal overdrive and I'm panicking because I'm just like, I can't even read the paper I'm supposed to be reading because my body is just like shaking, trying to Google what do you do? And they're like, oh, by the time you get the shakes, it has already metabolized. There's really nothing you can do. So I'm drinking water, I'm chugging water. Anyways, so I finally, like, eat lunch, and I feel like my body has, like, calmed down. But at least now, you know, you live and you learn. Now I know that the amount of coffee ground to the water I put was too much because, man, that coffee was... It was concentrated. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. So that's, like, my... That's, like, my... That's how my day's been going. Um, So today... Um, the title of the episode is Dear Zakilo and basically Zakilo was my dad's nickname. Um, and I've been thinking about him a lot lately. I had this like, I guess like therapy session thing on Wednesday and I didn't realize how long it had been since I had like actually thought about him and like cried, oh my God. I was, like, actually sobbing. Like, you know the tears that, like, you're, like, crawled in a fetal position and, like, your body is just, like, shaking. I was, like, sobbing. And it's been, like... I feel like it's been at least several months since I've cried like that. But I think I needed it. But then at the same time, I guess that... And then it was... It's my mom's birthday today. I just felt really, like, almost, like... I felt, like, calling him up and being, like, hey, what's up? And, like, I think you don't really... It's the little things, right? It's like the ability to just call your parent up and be like, "Hey, this will happen to me today." And, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I think yeah, I've been thinking about doing this episode for a while. First, it was just going to be like an Instagram post, but I don't know. I just decided to make it an episode. So, basically, um I've just thought of five like themes um for the past Like kinda since I moved, because I feel like I've been going through this I've gone through this real change. I have the privilege to be um, a part of this like identity youth project in Kona. And um it's really amazing to see what can happen when you have like minded people in a room just discussing life. Like with no like there's no pressure on what you say, it's just a discussion and for me moving to Kona has been a really big change not just like geographically I think there's been a, like I've I've had a lot of change in myself and a lot of times being the only black person in a space can be really overwhelming but it's like it's like I go like maybe two weeks of just like god like what am I doing here? I'm homesick. You know, it's kind. it gets kind of lonely. But then you have those days where it's like, you're surrounded by people who understand what you're going through and it kind of makes the other times worth it because if I wasn't in this space, then I wouldn't be able to have those conversations. Um, so I think, you know, what I was talking about before with the whole therapy thing and just being able to have those discussions come together and basically the idea is just... It's kind of me having... conversation with my dad about the five themes um of like change or perspective in my life right now um so the first one is self-love so i've spoken on this podcast before during um the "Dear for myself episode with irene and armin about how you know i spent a lot of my teenage years and like my even like my late teens into like my i'm still in my early 20s but like my late teens up until like very recently and even still continues with this mentality of like follow the leader basically so i was always a follower um and it's taking me a really long time to you know build my self-love and like not eradicate my insecurities because i feel like they'll always be there but work with them, like, I find that, like, instead of trying to run away from them or trying to shush them, it's been about embracing them, like, finding, like, where's the root of where it comes from, so that I can move on, because, like, shushing them and running away from them has not really helped, so I feel like embracing them has been a different experience, because, not that I don't have them anymore, but I feel like, it's just, I, it's easier for me to navigate, navigate around them with the decision to embrace them. So now I find I'm loving myself more, which is something like I've never, to be honest, I, I don't think I've ever actually had that much self-love um it's always something right oh I'm not pretty enough or I wish my hair was like this or I wish my body was like this or I'm fat or I'm this it's always something there's always somebody to compare yourself to right there's always something to compare yourself to so I think it's taken me a long time to not like I would say not eradicate that but like curb it to to be able to navigate it better and it's like this idea of starting from where I'm at so like where am I right now and where am I trying to go loving myself enough to know that I am enough to do anything I set my mind to do because I have a purpose and I'm enough for that purpose I heard this thing on Jesus and Love, and I can't remember if it was Yvonne or Lovey that said it but they were like, go, do, and be, and see what happens. And I feel like that's the way that's been my mindset recently. It's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be whatever I'm supposed to be, and I'm going to see what happens. And I feel like this podcast is, like, a prime example of that in my life right now. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I'm just discovering and also rediscovering who I am. Discovering in the sense that there's new parts of my identity and who I am that I'm discovering but there's also parts of myself that I thought I was sure and that I find I'm rediscovering at the same time and parts that you know may may have been hidden for whatever reason that I'm constantly like exploring um which leads me to my next theme I guess which is identity. I think the topic of identity is something that I've been exploring lately because I've because I've been moved from my comfort... I'm so far out of my comfort zone right now that I've had to, as I said, rediscover who I am. So I find that the topic or the notion of of identity is something that has been at the forefront of my mind a lot recently. And for me, moving and starting a new program and, you know, being in a new space with people I don't know, I find that reflecting now on the past, like... 10 months or so, I find my identity and my voice are very intricately woven right now in that whether it's speaking up in class or speaking up at work or, you know, speaking into the mic during this podcast, I find that me figuring out who I am um, and exploring who I am is intricately linked to me using my voice and not being afraid to say what I have to say it's almost like I'm like you know what I have something to say and you're gonna listen to it or "I, I have something to say and I'm going to say whether you want to listen to it or not is not my responsibility like it's not on me and I think for me that's been really freeing because again like I spent a lot of my life thinking that maybe what I had to say wasn't good enough or maybe nobody wanted to listen and even at the beginning stages of this podcast I feel like there was a lot of anxiety around who wants to even listen to what I have to say, but it's been really liberating to just be able to just be and do it and just like, be like, you know what, like whoever listens, listens. And I find just having that, like, not having that added pressure on myself has just been very liberating. Um, So yeah, so the first theme was self-love Um, and I find... Like, I remember maybe a a couple months ago, I asked um, if there was any topic that anyone wanted me to talk about. One of my friends had said self-love. And at the time, I was so sure that that was going to be my next episode. But I feel like it just... Because... I think because I'm still in, like, the the early infant stages of determining what my self-love is, I feel like I wasn't ready then to speak on it. But... And I don't know if I'm particularly ready now, but I'm also willing to just kind of go with the flow so you know it's, it's coming up in the next like f- few weeks the next few episodes yeah a, uh, an episode on self-love and self-discipline so the first one is self-love the second one is identity which is intricately linked to my voice and the third one is the idea that you you know what you know and you don't know what you know and basically I think for me it's this is it has a lot of it's like this one theme that has a lot of like in like webs linked to different aspects of my life right now so the first one i was thinking of is this whole idea of you know like comparing yourself to others which i kind of like i guess alluded to on the first theme because like i feel we spend a lot of our lives or at least i do personally I i've spent a lot of my life and i think sometimes i still do is like you're comparing yourself to others like, oh my gosh, like, I wish, you know, I had her hair. I wish, like, my life looked like that. I wish I had this that she had. I wish I had that that she had. And I think it has a lot to do with the society we, like, we live in. Like, um... Like, just the capitalistic and patriarchal society we live in, which is a completely different topic. But I find it's so easy to say that. But again, you know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what that person is going through. Like, the same way you're looking at them and saying, oh my gosh, I wish I had insert blank hair. Maybe the same way they're looking at you and saying the same thing. So I feel like knowing that has been very liberating for me because, not that I don't still do it because I find, like, that subconsciously I still do, I still compare myself to other people, but I feel like when I catch myself and I think of the fact that I only know what I know it makes, it's almost liberating to be like, you know, like just because it seems this way doesn't mean that's actually what it is which kind of makes me think of, like, Instagram pictures, right? This whole idea of, you know, like For example, there's this um, YouTube couple and they were together and everybody was like, oh my gosh, relationship goes this, that and the third. Now they've broken up and the girl has come out saying, apparently the story is that he's been cheating on her the whole period of their relationship. So can you imagine like we're all looking at this couple like, oh my gosh, I wish I had what they had. They seem so in love, this, that and the third. And then now, how many months later, we're all like, oh, like, you're pitying her because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for her. Uh, I, I'm so happy that's not me. But then literally a couple months before, you were like, oh, I wish that was me. So I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, you know, I really wish that was me. But you, you don't know what that person may be going through. And I think... We just need to remain grateful in what we have and not try and compare what we have to somebody else because at the end of the day like we're all we're each running our own race like everybody is at their own time doing what they was what they're supposed to be doing um and i don't know where i heard this or if i thought of this but it's like all that glitters isn't gold because struggle no they show for face like and basically that means like Again, you don't know what that person is going through. Like, they might be having... Just because they posted an Instagram picture of them in Bali doesn't mean, like, they're not struggling with insecurities. They're not struggling with mental health. Like, they're not struggling financially. Like, you don't... You only know what you know. Like, an Instagram picture is not just 2D. Like, there's a 3D image that we don't see. There's so many layers to that picture that we're not, like... That we can't see. So... um, it's it's not just as easy as looking at the picture and and making a conclusion there's so many layers to the image um and i think it also ties into just i've been really exploring and trying to open up my mind to like different viewpoints um especially like being having been working in the addiction field um for my practicum for the past like almost three months I feel like it's also really opened my mind to the things I didn't know and to the stereotypes and the beliefs that I I thought I had um and it's just made me reevaluate all the other uh, other beliefs I hold and the values I hold near and you know how narrow-minded I am about certain things and just trying to remain open-minded because again (laughs) and this is like the first time I've said it you only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. So I feel like it's very important for us to continue to remain open-minded about things because you can't just... It's so easy to see one thing and make a generalization, but we have to remain open to the idea of, you know, like, evolving mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily changing your core beliefs, but, you know, always reevaluating them and, like, where do they lie? Like, what is... What is my core belief rooted in, and what does that say about me and my personality and my behaviors? Um, The fourth theme, I guess, is money comes and money goes, which honestly I think is the hardest one for me because it's so easy to say that, but then when you are literally struggling to, you know, pay off your credit card or pay your phone bill, or it's been three months and you haven't paid like your phone bill or it's been three months and you haven't done this, or it's been six weeks since you've done groceries because you just don't have the money. Um, it becomes harder and harder to remember that money comes and money goes, especially when it's like, if, for example, like last year, I worked eight months of the year full time and I saved this money, but then I moved countries and, you know, like I had to almost start again. So it's like, obviously the money I saved was for that. So now the money is gone and I'm like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, another example. So the money now is going, is going, is going. And then for maybe I, like, I bought myself a phone and it's like, oh, I shouldn't have spent that money. That was a lot of money. But then at the same time, you have to remember that, like, you work and you save for situations like that where it's like something happens and now you use the money. Like, you can't just save the money and the money doesn't go anywhere. And not to say that you should just spend money or whatever because money comes and money goes but I feel like at least I know personally I I really beat myself up when I just like spend money or like like for example I went grocery shopping for the first time in like a month and I spent a bunch like I spent a lot of money or I guess what I think is a lot of money on groceries but I'm like the alternative is not having food in my fridge which is an alternative I'm not trying to have so I think this, out of all the themes, um, this one has been the hardest pill for me to swallow because it's just, it's really difficult to see that when you're in it, it's easier to see it when like you've crossed to the other side and you can be like, okay, yeah, like I do believe this. Um, and then, so the fifth one and the last one, which I think of all the themes is the second hardest one, is stepping into the gratitude. And because I think it's so easy to, rest in the gratitude when everything seems to be going right and you know it's like oh I'm thankful for this and I'm thankful for that and I'm I'm thankful for this but then when everything seems to be going wrong as I was saying in the last episode on growing pains it's so easy to focus on that one thing that is going wrong because like that clouds our vision to everything else that is going right and it's just the fight to stay grounded in the storm when it's, like, literally the storm is, like, pelting you and you can't even see five feet in front of you. But I think... So So in in the agency where I do my practicum every day, they have this thing called check-in, and the facilitator does this thing where you either say, like, three gratitudes or one gratitude. And is is a concept that I've never really sort of... Like, when you wake up in the morning... Do you, like, what are you grateful for? And do you genuinely, like, take the time out to reflect on what you are grateful for? Because it's so easy to just wake up in the morning, you know, take a shower, have breakfast, and just go, go, go. But do you stop to reflect on all the things in your life that you are grateful for? Whether it's your family, your friends, your job, like... That new car, that new, like, anything. And it's the littlest things. Are you grateful for the fact that you woke up that day? And I'm not even saying this, like, it's not even something that I do on a regular basis. But I find that it's something I'm trying to implement into my life. Because, as I said, it's so easy to be grateful when everything is going right. Right. But then when everything seems to be going wrong it's like wow like you can't even literally you can't look five feet in front of you because yeah it's just so clouded like for example this past summer um i, I think I, I shared in the last episode how i left starbucks and i was looking for something and i'm telling you, in the past three months i'm pretty sure i've gone to like 10 or maybe up to 15 job interviews. And it's like rejection on top of rejection on top of rejection on top of rejection. And to some extent, it's like, okay, maybe the job wasn't for me. It's like what we tell ourselves, but then it's also hard because it's like, is there something wrong with me? Um, But I find, you know, even in that, there's still something to be grateful for because I know that having gone to 10 interviews, each interview I've grown and I've changed and now I'm, I think I'm better at interviewing so that the next time I go for an interview, I carry the lessons I've learned from the first 10 and I just keep it pushing because literally there's nothing else I can do. Like I can't dwell on it for too long because I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job. There's nothing I, I can do about it. The only thing I can do is to apply and go and sit for the next job interview. I heard this thing on Jesus and the love, and I think it was Lovey that said it. And it was like the noise to fortify you. So, again, like I'm saying, when I go to the next job interview, who knows, maybe that's a yes. And the yes would be because I had 10 no's that made me strong enough to be able to even go for the 11th one. Because the truth of the matter is, you do the best you can with what you have and end up where you were supposed to anyway. And I think that's something I've really been holding on to a lot lately because that's literally all I can do, right? All I can do is the best I can with what I have right in front of me and hope to end up where God had intended for me to end up anyway. So, Zakilo, those are the things I've been thinking lately. Those are the five themes from the past, like, let's say, 10 months. Um, And yeah, I miss you very, very much. And I wish I could call you, but this is, like, my... My way of letting you know what's going on with me. And I think my last point, which honestly I find is going to be a whole other topic on its own, is, I don't know if anyone needs to hear this, but it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not know all the answers and it's okay to cry sometimes. Like it's okay to just have that literally like gut-wrenching fetal position sob once in a while. Or once every day. Or however many times you need to have it. So. A last thought from Jesus Angelus. If you receive God's yes with praise. Why don't you receive God's no with trust? I hope everyone is having a beautiful day, evening, afternoon, week. Whenever time you are listening to this. Please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And also don't forget this podcast is available on apple podcast spotify and soundcloud and the instagram page which i'm really trying to be better at like posting and interacting i'm thinking maybe of having an instagram live one day with someone whoever is interested let me know and this week or whenever or these two weeks don't forget to be unapologetically intentional thank you very much and i love you so much bye